only promote the truth. to do a very, very interesting topic when it comes to scripture studies. We're going to shed some light, really provoke some thought, really make one stop and think about what's going on when it comes to scriptural training, information, things we've been taught, why things are the way they are, how are things the way they are, how do they get there? what happened um and so some of you that's been following some of this scriptural training i've been doing you know for years people have been trying to get me to share with them scriptural training my beliefs my thoughts and i want here's what i want to do i want to really make sure everybody understands that and it's important that we all have a great and a massive deep respect for one another especially when it comes to scriptural things, because we've been taught things and most people have yet grown to the realization that most of the things that they were taught are not their thoughts that they are now taking possession of. So people have possession of things that are really not theirs. And all I wanted to do was I wanted to get possession of my own thoughts. That's it. You know, when it, especially when it comes to spiritual things. So I want to do a training today that I, it really helped me understand a lot about why things are the way they are. And it's deep and it requires a lot of study to even come to these kind of conclusions. Uh, I first tapped into this about the three W's I'm gonna to speak to you about today, before the world was created. So before the earth was created, when I started studying this, I found, I came up on this around 1992 and it pinged me. I'm like, man, okay, that makes sense. And now these years have progressed, these decades have progressed and I'm like, wow, it makes even more sense to me now. And I hope, that this really makes sense to you. So if you know anybody that likes to go in on the deeper things scripturally, and by the way, I'm always open, you know, like I'm never afraid to talk to anybody about anything scripturally. I just have a stance of, if we're going to talk about things scripturally, let's let the scriptures do the talking for themselves and not throw all of our opinions in there. Let's let, let, let's let the study and let's let the research, you know, the Bereans were known for studying the scriptures to see if things are true. Now, I'm gonna share some stuff with you and I really believe what I'm about to share with you will make a ton of sense. Now, in order to get all this together, the scriptures that you have, these 66 books, you gotta understand that in almost everybody's Bible scripture, there's 66 books. Now, there were more than 66 books in the writings that are available. And somebody 
decided, oh, we're going to let these 66 be there. Well, there's some very, very important and critical books that are out there and writings that should be taken into consideration. That, I, that someone should be thinking, you know what, I need to, those are important writings. You know, when you go into the book of Yehuda, Jude, you know it as Jude, and there's, they changed all these names, so I'll speak in the correct names, and then I'll let you know whenever I'm speaking. But when you look at the 14th verse of Jude, it's only one chapter in Jude, it's the book right before Revelation, you'll see it says, and Hanak, we know as Enoch, Hanok, the seventh from Adam, also prophesied of these saying, see, Yahuwah comes with his myriads of set-apart ones. Now that struck me. When I first read that, it said Hanok or Enoch. And, and, and notice what it said. It says Enoch prophesied, Kanok prophesied. Well, how would we know that Enoch or Kanok prophesied if there's not a book in here that is from the book of Enoch? How will we know? Like, where would Yehuda get that from that Enoch? Are y'all following what I'm saying? See, these are the questions I had to start asking myself. Where, where are these books? So I went and found these books. I went and found the book of Enoch. I went and found all kinds of books that were left out. And then I started studying these books. I started studying. And man, it was amazing. Now hold on, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my wife to bring my charger. Baby, I need my charger. <laughs> I've been going on this computer all day. I need to get my battery charger. So hopefully my wife can bring me my battery charger so I don't run out on you guys while I'm doing this trading. So y'all ain't tight. Let me just make sure she got that. Y'all stay right here. I'm coming right back. I'm back. I can 10 seconds. All right, all right, all right. 10 seconds. Hey, Lena, I need my, I need my battery charger for my Mac. Yes, thank you, dear. All right, I'm back. See, tell us it's live. Stuff that happens live. I need my battery charger, man. I don't want to run out on you guys. So this is cool. Look at her. She's laughing. Isn't that funny? This is real. Yeah, this is real. <laughs> All right, now, you guys. All right. And you know when you do a video, that battery starts sucking down fast. Now look, what, where, what happened? Where's the book of Enoch yet? So I started looking at the book of Enoch, looking at all these different books. And well, it hit me that you got to put you know, a little here, a little there. Put all these things together. So I started putting them together. Now I'm ready to go in. Are y'all ready to go in? Anybody love it when we go in and we start to really learn, we start to really dive in. So if you're ready to get some deep stuff, if you're watching this saying, let's go in. Even if you don't even know what everything's about, you know it's got to be better than what it is before you go in. Because when you go in, that's when things start moving. So I'm going to go in. All right, here we go. You ready? Three W's. And this is from my studies. And I would encourage you to go study this for yourself. And then I've got a major, major special announcement at the end of this. Y'all ready? So three W's. The first W 
is the worder. Worder. I'll even type it in the comments here. Worder. I'm going to do it. The worder. So that's the first. If you look at the comments, I typed it in. So the first W. So before the earth was created, there was the worder. Now I'm going to talk about three arch messengers that people call archangels. The first arch messenger I'm going to talk about is the worder. Now, when you study the scriptures, you'll notice that every time a major important word has to go out, it, go, it would go out from the arch messenger, Gabriel, 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 okay? So if you want to, if you're studying, you're going along here, you'll put worder equals Gabriel, Gabriel, okay? And this, from my studies, was going down even before the world was created, throughout the universe, Yahuwah, the Father, the Creator, when he wanted a great word to go out, he would send it out, and he would have Gabriel take it out. And Gabriel seems to have been in charge of a third of the messengers. A third. So the word goes out. Now, we kind of back this up when the world is created because we notice, so for example, if you look in the book, Daniel, Daniel, who we call Daniel, and you look at the eighth chapter, right? You'll see in the 15th verse of the eighth chapter, I'm going to read it, and it came to be when I, Daniel, had seen the vision that I sought understanding. And see before me stood one having the appearance of a mighty man. And I heard, verse 16, and I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Uli, who called and said, quote, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. So, so a voice comes out and says, hey, Gabriel, make this man, Daniel, understand the vision. Who's Gabriel? The worder. Verse 17, he then, who's he, Gabriel, he then came near where I stood. And when he came, I feared and I fell on my face. So Daniel says he fell on his face. But he said to me, understand. So Gabriel says to understand, son of man, for the vision is for the time of the end. See, something very important going on, isn't it? He's talking about the end time prophecy. End time prophecy. So how important is Gabriel playing in this part? He's playing a very important part. Next, here's another verse. So after the world's created, that kind of tells us about what was happening before the world was created. Here's the worder, Gabriel, bringing a major important word. How many of you have ever heard of John the Baptist? His real name is Yahukanan, Yahukanan or Yahukanan, the Immerser. So Yahukanan, it was told he was on the way before he came. How does it go? Go over to Luke chapter 1, start at verse 5. And y'all probably want to be typing these in for people that come in afterwards so they can get this information. This is good for them to go and look and grab, go look up these verses, right? 
So Luke chapter 1, verse 5, and we're going to go all the way through 20. I'm going to read pretty quick here. You ready? There was, there was in the days of Herodus, y'all heard him as Herod, the sovereign of Yehuda, a certain priest named Zechariah, who we call Zechariah, but this is not the Old Testament Zechariah, this is the new, of the division of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aram, and her name was Elishaba, who we call Elizabeth, Elishaba. And they were both righteous before Eloah. That's the mighty one. People call God, but that's not correct. We're going to say what's the right titles when we deal with titles. Eloah. Okay. Blamelessly walking in all the commands and righteousness of Yahuwah. And they had no child because Elishaba was barren and both were advanced in years. So it's saying they were older. They were old, right? They were older. And they had no child. This is important. And it came to be that while he was serving as priest before Eloah, in order, in the order of his division, according to the institute of the priesthood, he was chosen by Lot to burn incense when he went into the dwelling place of Yahuwah, the temple. Y'all with me? And that's Zechariah. And the Inter, the entire crowd of people was praying outside at the hour of incense. All these people are outside. It's a big deal going on. And here we go. And a messenger of Yahuwah appeared to him, to Zechariah, standing on the right side of the slaughter place, the sacrifice of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and did what? Fell up on him so every time a lot of time when they would see these arch messengers the people would freak out okay verse 13 luca so this is luca who we call luke verse 1 now we're in chapter 1 verse 13 but the messenger said to him do not be afraid zechariah for your prayer is heard how many of y'all would like for your prayers to be heard honestly who would love for their prayers to always be heard I want y'all to pay attention while I'm teaching you about the worder. I want you to pay attention and catch some insights on how your prayers can get heard. Okay? And he says, for your prayer is heard. And your wife, Elisheba, shall bear you a son. And you shall call his name Yahukanan. Son named John. And you shall have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. I got chills. We know how important Yahukanan, John the Baptist was, Yahukanan the Immerser. Verse 15, for he shall be great before Yahuwah, and shall drink no wine and no strong drink at all, and shall be filled with the set-apart spirit, even from his mother's womb. So he says that Yahukanan the Immerser, John the Baptist, is going to have the set-apart the, quote, Holy Spirit going to be in him even when he's in his mama's belly. Verse 16, and he shall turn many of the children of Yashriel to Yahuwah, their Eloah. 17, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Eliyahu. Woo-hoo-hoo. Man, Elijah. Y'all ever heard of Elijah? Real name is Eliyahu. 
which means El, the mighty one, G-O-D, right? God, that's what people call God. It's really the mighty one, Aloha, right? Aliyahu, Aloha, right? So the mighty one is Yahuwah. That was his name. He says, John the Baptist, Yahuwah, the immersers, he's going to turn many, turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the insight of the righteous to make ready, how important is he? To make ready a people prepared for Yahuwah. Now pay attention. Everybody pay attention. It's going to tell us something about our prayers, about things that can happen and not happen. Here's the, all right, now who's talking to him? The worder, right? You're going to find out it's the worder. Watch this. Here it comes in the next two verses. And Zachariah said to the messenger, quote, by what shall I know this? Like, how can this be? For I am old and my wife is advanced in years. He's basically saying, are you crazy? Come on, look at me. Verse 19, here we go. And the messenger answering said to him, I am Gabriel, Gabriel. He Now he announces himself. What did he bring? A very important word, critical. Yahuwah will use Gabriel for major, major important words. I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of Aloha. He said, I stand in the presence of the Most High, of Yahuwah. And, he, and was sent to speak to you and announce to you this good news. Yahuwah sent him directly. How many of y'all would love, be honest here, while we're going through this train? We like to have some fun. We like to have imagination at the same time. How many of y'all really would love for Gabriel to show up to you and say, I got a message from the Most High directly for you about something specific that you prayed for? How many of us would love that? I would just love that. I would just love that. Wouldn't y'all love that? If the mess, the man just showed up. Anyways, keep going. Verse 20. But see, but watch what happens. But see, you shall be silent and unable to speak until the day this takes place because you did not believe my words which shall be filled in their appointed time. So Gabriel says, I'm going to bless you, but I'm, I'm going to take something away from you because you didn't believe when I told you. So literally, Zechariah was, was muted. He was put on mute until Yahukan and John the Baptist was born. This is amazing. Number two, important word. Didn't I tell you it was an important word? There's the worder. All right, now what's another big time? Y'all should... Y'all should share this with some folks that you know that are not afraid to get deeper in the scriptures. You know, if you know, if you got three or four people you know in your life and they don't want to just go down the trail of just tradition, but they don't mind hearing things that are, are deeper, because this is deeper what I'm teaching you today. I'm telling you. And I got a special announcement at the end. I'm going to help y'all have access to some tools that are based on my decades of study that you have access to. I think it'll bless you. But anyway, here goes a third time. Now, I gave you two examples about Gabriel being the worder. Third time. In Luca, the same book, same chapter, chapter one. Let's just go down about six more verses, the verse 26. 
Let's figure out how important this word is. Verse 26 through 31, let's go in. And in the sixth month, the messenger, Gabriel, <laughs> there he is again, was sent by Aloah, Yahuwah himself, sent him, again, there he is, sending the word, to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, who we've heard called Nazareth, right? Nazareth, to a maiden engaged to a man whose name was Yasef, Yahusef or Yasef for short. I like to call him his full name, Yahusef, which means Yahuwah increases. That's what his name means. He was sent to him. So, so there was a maiden, a young lady that was engaged to a man named Yahusef from the house of David, Daoud. His real name is Daoud. And the maid's name was who? Miriam, who we call Mary, Miriam. And the messenger Gabriel coming to her said, greetings, favorite one. The master is with you. Man, blessed are you among women, exclamation point. But she was greatly disturbed by his word and wondered what kind of greeting this was. And the messenger said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with Aloha. And see, come on, y'all know what's coming. Y'all ready? Here we go. And see, you shall conceive in your womb and you shall give birth to a son and you shall call his name Yahusha. That's why you gotta have, you gotta have these original early scriptures, you know? Like, you know, I like to read from the Aramaic, the Hebrew Aramaic. So, you know, I don't get I don't get lost and confused from the Greek translations. We're going to do another training about that another day, the importance of the original languages and not the transliterations that have got confused. I think it's important. And you shall call his name Yahusha. So we got a third time. There's the worder. So what's the first W? The worder. And in my studies, when I'm looking at things that were being shared, from before the world was created, I can see Gabriel being the chief worder. First W. All right, let's go to the second W. Y'all ready to go to the second W? The second W, I'm going to type it in. Go look at my notes. Go look at what I just typed in. The warrior. The second W, before the world was created, from my research, there was the warrior. Anytime Yahuwah, the Most High, would have a war that was going to be fought throughout the universe, throughout the heavens, he would summons the arch messenger, archangel, Michael. Michael. Type it in. Michael. Michael. Man, if Michael shows up, you already know there's going to be some situations and circumstances because Michael does not play. Now, let's go take a peek before the world was created 
in the scriptures that were created after the world was created. And let's get some words about this one Michael being the warrior. Go to Revelation. Go to go to go. <laughs> My Caesar, whoa. Go to Revelation chapter 12. Let's start at verse 7. Let's read through 9. Revelation 12, 7 through 9. Y'all ready? Revelation 12, 7. And there came to be fighting in the heaven. Michael and his messengers, which it seems to be that Michael was in charge of a third of the messengers. That's what my study's showing me. And I love to be able to have this dialogue with other people. We'll do, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to do some forums. I'm going to do some Zooms where we can just go back and forth and talk about this and go, and people can go, well, Jay, how'd you come to this? I'll say, well, because I did da 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 And then somebody can say, well, I think this, and I'm open. We can talk. But this seems to be Michael. Okay, verse 7, chapter 12, verse 7 of Revelation. And there came to be fighting in the heaven. Michael and his messengers fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his messengers fought back. But they were not strong enough against Michael and his messengers, nor was a place found for them in the heavens any longer. And the great dragon was thrown out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who leads all the world astray. Y'all listen to this. He was thrown to where? Where was he thrown to? He was thrown to the earth. So we know. This is strong, man. They're up there fighting. He was thrown to the earth and his messengers were thrown out with him. If you back up a little bit, you kind of see where it talks about a third so Revelation, I think you're around 12, 4. I'm going to go grab it. Go look at Revelation 12, 4. You look at Revelation 12, 4, and it says, and his tail draws a third of the stars of the heaven and throws them to the earth. So many scholars equate that to the serpent, Satan, throwing a third of the messengers to the earth with him. So anytime a great battle, and I got all kind of other ones, especially when you get into the book of Enoch, a Kanok, or Hanok, when you get in that book, you can see some of these things more clearly about what was going on in these wars and what was happening, and even how uh, Gabriel and a couple of the other arch messengers would team up. All right, but Michael, we know, man, that's the big dog when it comes to fighting. That's the second W. Okay? Let's go to the third W. Y'all ready? I'm going to type in the third W. All right, I'm going to type in the third W. Check out this W. Worshipper. So we got the worder. We got the warrior. And we got the worshiper. All right, say it one more time. We got the worder, Gabriel. We got the warrior, Michael. Gabriel, 
charge of a third of the messengers, the angels. Michael, in charge of a third of the messengers, angels. And then we got the third W. Guess who that was? The worshiper. His name was Hallel. Hallel. Sign name, Lucifer. You might know him as Lucifer. The morning star. He's the third W in the heavens. And this is where this training gets so important. And this is where you really come into play. Everybody listening to me today, I don't believe that your ears should ever forget these words because I believe you're blessed today from hearing these words if you understand. Those who have an ear, let them hear because I'm now going to speak from the spirit of Yahuwah Ruach. Ruach is the set-apart spirit. Some people call it the Holy Spirit. I'm going to go ahead and go in. I'm going to be bold enough to tell you that I'm going to speak from Yahuwah Ruach. The worshiper, Satan, Lucifer, it says that he was the most beautiful of all. Let's go, let's go check him out a little bit. Let's go over to Yatzekiel. Yatzekiel, sign name, you know it as Ezekiel. Let's go to chapter 28. Let's go to verse, let's start at verse 13. There's a lot more on this, a bunch on this. I'm just going to hold in on a few. Ezekiel chapter 13. I'm sorry, chapter 28, verse 13. You were in Eden, the garden of Aloha. Every precious stone was your covering. So now they're, they're describing Hallel, Lucifer, and what was about him. He was what? Every precious stone was your covering. The ruby, the topaz, and diamond, beryl, shaman, shoham, sorry, shoham and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald, and gold. The workmanship of your settings and mountings was prepared for you on the day you were created. The harps were created for him on the day he was created. You were the anointed cherub that covered, and I placed you you were on the set-apart mountain of Eloah, of Yahuwah's mountain. You walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. Ah, look at that shift. Everything was going so great. Everything was so phenomenal. Everything was off the hook. It says Hillel, Lucifer, had everything. He was just dressed precious. The most beautiful of beautiful stones. Had the harp and the lyre before him until what? Unrighteousness was found. By the greatness of your trade, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. So I thrust you from the mountain of Eloah and I destroyed you, O covering cherub from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your loveliness, because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. I laid before you, 
I laid you before sovereigns, before kings, to look at you. This is going down. As the end of time wraps up, all these words you're going to see happen. Now, if he's thrown out, thrown to the earth, go. let's go over to Yahshiyahu, sign name Isaiah, chapter 14, verse 12. Let's go over to Yahshiyahu. 14, 12 through 15. This is the most quoted prophet of all time. He says, how you have fallen from the heavens, O Hillel, Lucifer, son of the morning. You have been cut down to the ground. You, you who laid low the nations. For you have said in your heart, let me go up to the heavens. Let me raise my throne above the, star, the stars of all, of Eloah. And let me sit on the mount of appointment on the sides of the north. Let me go up above the heights of the clouds. Let me be like the most high. But you were brought down to Sheol, to the grave, to the sides of the pit. So y'all, we got three W's, right? So we got the worder, we got the warrior, and we got the worshiper. The issue is one of these W's was thrown out of the heavens and was literally thrown where? To the earth, out of all places ever. I've even talked to Yahoo about this. I'm like, out of all the places in the world, you could have thrown him. Why did you throw him to the earth where we're at? Why'd you do that? And then he showed me. In my spirit, as clear as day. Y'all tell me if your spirit bears witness with this, or you can tell me I'm crazy. You can send me messages. You can say, Jay, you nuts. You all, psh, come on. Because I'm telling you, many people, they won't get how simple this is and how powerful it is and how much it points to each other to being true. Watch this. So there's a W missing in heaven. Now I want you to turn to Genesis, Bereshah chapter 1. Go to Genesis chapter 1, and I want you to read something with me. I want you to read verse 26 and verse 27 and verse 28. You ready? I want you to go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, 27, 28. Here we go. I've got all kind of I've got all kind of computers around me with all my scriptures on them. So here we go. I gotta get a drink for this. It's getting hot. There's a W missing. I want you to focus on there's a W missing in the heavens. There's a W missing in the heavens. There's a W missing in the heavens. And that W was thrown to the earth. Now I want you to go to Genesis, Bereshah chapter 1, verse 26. And let's see what Yahuwah did in regards to what happened when he threw out Hallel to the earth, Lucifer. It says in verse 26, and Eloah said, let us make man. In our image. Woo! I got chills. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and all the creeping creatures that creep on the ground. And Aloha created the man in his image. In the image of Aloha, he created him Male and female, come on ladies, male and female, he created them. 
I want it, we're going to come back to that last part. He created them, and Eloah blessed them, and Eloah said to them, be fruitful and increase and fill the earth. Where is Halal? Got thrown to the earth. So now Yahuwah says, I done kicked out the W, threw him to the earth, a third of the messengers with him, now I've created male and female. I've created them. He says, I want you to go forth, be fruitful and increase and fill the earth and subdue it. I want you to catch that. Subdue it. And rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the creeping creatures of the earth. And Eloah said, I'm going on to 29. I got to keep going. And Eloah said, see, I have given you every plant that yields seed, which is on the face of the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you, it is for food. And to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to every creeping creature on the earth in which there is a living being, every green plant is for food and it came to be so. And Eloah saw all that he had made and see, it was very good. And there came to be evening and there came to be morning the sixth day. When I saw this, I I don't know about what y'all just felt. You should have felt something. I believe you should have felt something when I read that. When I got up here in, in verse 27, the end of this is male and female. He created them. Here's the big question. Why did he create male and female? Why were human beings created? Can you put it all together? If there's a W missing in the heavens, which the scripture says is true, Saul and even the Savior, Yahushua said, I saw Satan cast from the heavens like a what? Like a bolt of lightning thrown to the earth. Why were we created? Type it in. To be what? Worshippers. We are the replacement for the W that is missing, and now we know what's going on. You should have clarity now. Now you gotta be like, oh, I get it. He created us to replace Hallel, Lucifer, put us in the same spot where he's at. Put him in the same spot on earth and said, I'm going to give all the things. Go back. Look at that. Look at that over in Ezekiel. He said, I give him every precious stone, every covering, every ruble, topaz, diamond, beryl, jasper, sapphire. He said, I gave him everything. Didn't want it. Didn't take it. Didn't grab it. Gave him everything. Now, what does he come back and do? All you got to do is look at it. He says, to man, male and female, I'm going to give you everything. I'm putting you on the same earth with this person that I kicked out, and I'm going to prove to him that people will worship. Now, it said, when you study the scriptures, that Hillel was the great accuser, that he went up and down accusing his brothers. His sister, he went up and down accusing. And one of his greatest accusations against Yahuwah is that Yahuwah makes people love him. That he makes them love him. And so he stands and accuses us right now. I done studied this. I'm convinced. 
Why do you think you go through so much craziness? Why do you think we went through so much craziness in our life? We've got an accuser accusing all the time at war with us. Jealousy. Why do you think we got to have commandments? Why do you think it says don't covet? Now, who said you had yours, you lost yours. I gave it to them. Now, when he gave us everything back in the garden, gave us everything. Said, I'm going to give you the earth to subdue. You can have it all. How did humans react to that? And can you imagine Hillel, Satan, Lucifer, sitting there, watching, going, well, yeah, you gave them everything. So look, you try to give them everything to make them love you. But but here's the thing. Are, are you going to make them love you? And, he's, and you, I can see Yahuwah sitting there right now going, no. I'm going to show them I love them with all I got because I'm giving them everything I got. But the thing I'm not going to give them or make them do is choose me. I'm going to give them the greatest love ever. I'm going to make them have choice. They have to choose me. You chose against me. I believe they're going to choose for me. And what happened in the garden? Disobedience. Now, what did Yahuwah do? Did he just throw us out and say, nope, you have no shot? He says, nope, I'm just. It has to be dealt with. It's going to be tougher than you could have ever imagined. You didn't have to have it this way. Women, I'm going to increase your birth pains. Like, you're not going to believe. Man, I'm going to make you tussle toil against the thorns. So we wonder why this life's so hard. It's because what went on. But what we should be focused on is not life being hard, is that we get to be the W's that replaced Halal. That we are the ones. Now, this takes us to the next level. How come you, I, and everybody we know is affected by and loves some type of music some way? Why is it? Why is the whole earth, everybody on earth is impacted and affected by music? Why is that? Have you ever thought about it? Could it have something to do with this W issue? Could it have something to do that Yahuwah, when he created us, because the W was missing in the heavens, he threw him out. The carob threw him out. So that means he threw out the music. So could it be that being that he threw it out, that he put it in us, and that us, would be the ones that would create. So why do you think it's such a mega battleground in music when it comes to Halal, Satan, Lucifer, and Yahuwah's people that he created? Why do y'all think it's so crazy when it comes to this subject? It's in us. When he created us, it's a part of him. He says, in his image, we were created. He loves music. I'm telling you. You go research this inside and out. I don't know what it is, but Yahuwah loves music to the next level, to one of the highest levels. To one of the highest levels. So we got to do something about that as, the, as, the, as that W, that third W. We got to do something about it. And y'all know that it's been crazy over the years. So there's a lot of great things that I'm hoping to do to help out. Is this helping anybody? If this is helping anybody, y'all give me a little feedback, and then I'll give y'all, 
I'll give y'all some information about an important announcement. If this is helping anybody. Are y'all glad I shared this? You know, this is deep, man. I don't want to trip nobody out. I don't want nobody going, oh, Jay, this or that. Everybody believe what you want to believe. I love you, period. I'm telling you. I'm not trying to get you to do anything other than what you want to do. I, I come in my dad's image, the father. He's all about choice. I'm all about choice. It don't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean that I don't want to roll with you. I'm going to respect you no matter what. So hopefully this helped you. Here's what I want to do. I want you. Thank you, bro. Thank y'all, everybody. I'm glad for the feedback. I want y'all. I've done a blessing. I've got decades of research that I've done. And I haven't told nobody about it ever. And I'm going to tell y'all about it now. And you got access to it. And you can do whatever you want to do with it. You can say, hey, yay, yay, whatever. I believe it's going to bless a lot of people. So. I'm starting the the part I want to talk about. I got a website I want you to check out. And the, and the first part I'd like for you to check out first, I know you might want to go to the beginning, but this is special. Um, these tones, these frequencies, I've been all over top of it. So what we've done is I've created some very specific variety of music tones sound frequencies actually combine in a specific order to maximize your connection with the creator above. I mean, I think that's kind of cool because I think this W issue is so critical that I'm going, how can I strategically help accelerate Yahoo's desire to have people understand him more and how much he just really wants to love. It's not that difficult. So I've done, I've went through the research and we've created these frequencies. Now, as you are learning the truth about the creator, more and more truth about him, Yahuwah, it will be beneficial to have these, you can meditate and check out and listen to these tones. Now, I call these tones Yah tones, Y-A-H, I type them in, Yah tones, Yah tones. And we're going to create a series of Yah tones, and we've got one now. It's called Immersion. Immersion. It's a 30-minute tone, music tone, and we put some beautiful video to the tones. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna describe this before we before we check out and I give you the site. Okay. Hopefully y'all love this. Did you know sound is one of the most powerful tools for restoration in existence? I just wrote this this morning, by the way. What I'm reading to you now, I just wrote before I got on here. Sound is powerful. Because music is powerful, see? But what is actually powerful about sound is not the sound itself. It's the vibration of sound that is what creates the impact. It's the vibration. And I got some scripture to back that up. The vibration interacts with us and creates feelings, emotions, and states in our body. Let me tell you why this vibration. Because there's a scripture that Yahuwah says, so it is. It's in, it's in Yahshu Isaiah. So it is with the word that proceeds out of my mouth. It shall go forth and accomplish that thing which I sent it and will not return to me void. Now, y'all got to understand how critical that message is, that passage is. 
So it is with the words that proceeds out of my mouth. Yahuwah said, when a word goes out of my mouth, it will go out and it will keep working until it accomplishes the thing for which I intended it to. And then when it returns back to me, it won't return void. It will have accomplished that thing. So what I figured out is the is his word, is his frequency, is his vibration that proceeds out of his mouth. And that vibration goes out. And if it's on the right frequency, you're going to see um, unbelievable things. Literally, we can see miracles if we begin to understand the frequencies of Yahuwah and what he wants for us and what went down in before the creation of the world that has this issue and this battle so vicious that Satan wants to kill us at any moment. He wants to rob, steal, kill, destroy. It's so critical. He does not want us to get this. But I've been digging for decades to get this. I've been seeking it with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my strength. And now I want to give you some access to what I've been digging so hard for. Would y'all like to have some access and do whatever you want with it? I'm going to still be standing here loving on you. Even if you say, Jay, you're crazy, you're nuts. I'm going to be sitting there loving on you. How can we use sound frequencies or tones to create the changes we want in our lives? The rhythmic frequencies that operate at certain frequencies and which interact with both water in our bodies, 75 to 80% water, and with our DNA can be amazing you can use sound frequencies to help with, not talking about treating care, we're just talking about to help, dealing with this vibration of Yahuwah, to help with increasing spiritual awareness, emotional well-being, improving focus, improving overall health, boosting your creativity, having better communication, having better mental happiness, the list goes on and on and on. We will add more and more information about these sound frequencies on this page, but for the time being, enjoy some of some of the Yah tones we've especially created to help bring you closer to Yahuwah. We've started with the sound frequency we call immersion. How to use Yah tones. It's best listened to with a pair of headphones as we use certain tones that speak with each side of your brain. This is deep, by the way. Find a quiet place where you won't be disturbed for 30 minutes. Before starting, close your eyes. Take several deep breaths and just relax. Start playing the tones and be immersed into the name of Yahuwah. Enjoy. This is like an experiment. This is experience. I should say. It's an experience, man. It's an experience. I listen. I'm like, oh. We suggest listening to immersion tones one or two times per day. It's 30 minutes. We'd love to hear your feedback. This is important here. I love, we love to hear your feedback. So on the site, we've got, you can give us feedback. We love to hear your feedback with any positive things that you've noticed after listening to the tones at least once a day for one week. So I'm just expecting miracles. I don't know what's going to happen. Just pray. Ask Yahuwah. He said, you can ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. What happens is we get a lot of times we ask and we don't have faith and our frequencies jacked up. So let's get our minds on a better frequency. So we've hit these tones. I'm telling you, these tones, you'll feel it kind of going through you. So if you go to promotethetruth.com forward slash Yah, Y-A-H dash tones, 
it'll take you straight to that page I just read you. Promotethetruth.com forward slash Yatones. Check out the tones. Hit the video. You'll see it right at the top. You'll see a little play button. When you hit it, right, you'll start to hear the tones come in. If you want to sit back and watch the, the cool video we created for you too, man, I think it'll really speak to you. I love you guys. Hopefully this message helped you today. I want you to enjoy the site. After you check out the tones, go to the homepage. This is decades of my own personal research. Decades. I'll utilize quoting some other people that's been on the path for decades as well. Hopefully you enjoy this, y'all. Yah-tones, not Yah-tones, Yah-tones. Promotethetruth.com forward slash Yah-tones. Y'all enjoy this? Remember, there's three. There's three W's. One W is missing in the heavens. Here we are. That third W. How are you going to worship Yahuwah? Are you going to do what he wants you to do? Keep his commandments. How do we love him? We keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. His commandments are easy. You just look at those 10 commands, those 10, that covenant of love, and it keeps your life in order, keeps you connected with him, and then you learn more and more about him. Now, promotethetruth.com, the site is deep. I'm telling you right now, it's decades, decades of research. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. Share it with anybody you'd like to share. We're going to create a special, uh, we're going to create some special, you know, community there for those that want to seek the truth, those who want deeper things. And at the same time, we're respecting and loving everybody, whatever path you choose to go for. Okay? Y'all have a great day. Check out the site. Check out those tones. Give us those feedbacks. What happened? That feedback, what happens to you? Love you with all I got. Bye-bye. What a great name. Only promote the truth.